How does a free man live? How does a tame man live? Is there a difference? Is it a mindset that you have or is it just a set of actions? Well, today we're going to be closing out our series on men being free or tame with the final chapter. Now, this week we're comparing free men to tame men. How does their life compare to each other? And what we want to do is listen through this series and see what side we're on. Maybe there are some free areas in our life that are great, but maybe there are some tame areas we need to work on. The truth is our society needs free men. It really does. And it starts with us recognizing the tame areas of our life and doing something about it. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm glad you've joined me here today, and I'm glad to be back. I took a couple weeks off to spend time with my daughter. She was home from South Korea, so we got a chance to spend some time with her and just hang out. I also did my first race of this triathlon season. I'm only doing two this year, which is about more than I normally do. I usually only do one, maybe two. So I, I'm doing two this year. I did my first one. Actually, did pretty good. I uh, got third place in my age division, so I was feeling pretty good about that. Of course, I don't want to tell people there was only five men in my age division, but you know, I still got third place, so I'm going to take it while I can. Um, I got another one in a couple weeks. The only bad thing about it is uh, having my daughter home. I wanted to cook for her. I love to cook. And so we got this huge list of all her favorite meals. I even did a Thanksgiving meal for her while she was home. So we ate like kings. We ate like we were on vacation. And I kind of felt that while I was doing my race. So uh, let's just say that being out in spandex after doing all that eating is not a pretty picture. But you know, we finished the race. We did okay. Well, I'm glad to be back because we're kind of closing out our series where we've been focusing on free men and tame men. And I've really enjoyed this series because a lot of men struggle with this in areas of their life. They, they feel free in some areas. They feel kind of caged up and tame in other areas. And I think it's one of those things that we always have to battle as men. I think there's a part of us that kind of leans toward that passive tame side. And then there's that part of us that longs to be free. And I think for us, it's figuring what that means for us, what it means for us to be men. And, and how to live that out in the life we have with our gifts, with our abilities, where we are in life, all of those things. Well, this week, we're going to be looking at free men versus tame men. And like I said, we've talked about tame men, what it looks like. We've talked about free men, that longing for freedom. And this week, we're going to compare the two, a free man versus tame men. And now you say, why is this needed? David, what's this all about? Well, the reason we need this is too many men in our time, our society, they're living a tame life. And it's really destroying our society. I think you can take a lot of the problems we're experiencing right now in the United States, which is where I live. Some of you I know are outside the country. But you may be seeing the same thing. As we've seen the ability of men to lead decline, we've seen a decline in our society. We don't see men taking up and leading. And that's their natural role. It doesn't mean they're better. It doesn't mean women can't lead in areas, but a man's natural role is to lead. 
It just is. That's the way we were created. That's the way God designed us. And when men aren't leading, when they're living a tame life, they're not being free, it destroys our society. Because what we're seeing is men who are lacking physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual freedom. They're bound up. They're in bondage. I talk with men all over the country who have all kinds of issues. They're, they're dealing with struggles. Some men are struggling with things like pornography or alcohol. Some men go from relationship to relationship to relationship. And some men just think they can't do anything. And they kind of put themselves down and don't even try. And the truth is, is men, we're designed to be free. We're designed to live our life with agency. And a lot of men today, they don't have agency. They don't have freedom. They feel stuck and they feel like they've given up, so they just quit. And what they're doing is they're, they're battling and they want to run their own life. And they try in some ways, but then in other ways, they just kind of run away from life. And they kind of delve into this life of inaction and passiveness. And that's not really the role of men today. One of the things that happened while my daughter was home is we were talking. And she talked about how in South Korea, she noticed how many dads were present in the relationship. And it kind of broke my heart to think about the fact that she noticed dads in Korea more because she saw them more. Because where she went to school here most families didn't have a dad. We were kind of an oddity that, that my wife and I were married and it wasn't a remarriage or things like that. So many families have been affected by divorce, by dads not being present, and that's just not the way it should be. So this week, we're going to compare free men to tame men because we want to see more men become free because that helps men grow. It helps them take their leadership place. It helps them be better men. And I think it changes our society. And so what we're going to talk about is how free men live an adventure while tame men live a routine. Free men think creatively while tame men exist passively. Free men engage in relationships Tame men just get by in relationships. The first area we want to talk about is how free men live an adventure and tame men live a routine. Now, when I say free men live an adventure, what does that mean? Well, that means that those kind of men have a different mindset to their life. You see, they look at life as something to experience and live. Now, this doesn't mean they go off and live in the woods by themselves. You know, they skin bears for their clothes and pick berries to eat, or they, they go out and do extreme sports and, you know, try to, you know, take their life by doing something that they think is fun. Now, a man who, who lives free, who lives with the mindset of an adventure, he can be a guy who works a regular nine to five job. It can be a guy who does shift work at a factory. Living your adventure as a man has more to do with your attitude than it does the actual things you do. Men often forget that, and they always think about what they do. That, that's just how we are as men. And what we do is we think that being a man is how we act. You know, we want to act manly. And, and it really depends on your definition of manly. A lot of it depends on where you live in the country, maybe what your dad did, what the people around you did. When I was growing up, when I was young, 
uh, in the 80s. Uh, one of the shows that was everybody's favorite show was Magnum P.I. And we all wanted to be Magnum. You know, we wanted to have the glasses like Magnum. We wanted, of course, drive the Ferrari like Magnum. And that was just the way we were. And that's what a man looked like. A man looked like Tom Selleck. A man acted like that. And the problem with that for us as men is we usually end up playing a character and not really being authentic. See, there's a lot of guys out there, they're playing a character, they've played a character their whole life to the point they don't even know what their own gifts and abilities are. You see, it's not what you do that makes you manly. It's how you do, how you do life. How do you approach life? Do you approach your life with purpose and meaning or are you just surviving? You know, when you approach your life with purpose and meaning, what you're doing is saying, there's an adventure for me to live. I'm going to go live it. I'm not just going to sit back and wait for life. I'm going to go get life. Now, it doesn't mean you're, you maybe have a certain personality or things like that. That has nothing to do with it. It just means that you're living with that sense of adventure, that there's something for you out there. So you're going to go live it. You're going to go do it. And this applies to everything you do as a man. It applies to your job, your relationships, how you act as a husband, as a dad, your friendships. It can even apply to your hobbies and the things you do. You see, an adventure is the mental state a man approaches his life. And it makes all the difference. It doesn't mean everything's going to go perfect. In fact, as men, we understand that life has all kinds of surprises, good and bad. And that's part of the adventure. We don't know what's coming up, but we seek to do our best in it. So let me ask you, do you dread your days? How's your daily attitude? Do you wake up dreading the day? Do you wake up going, oh man, I don't want to do today? Or do you wake up with a sense of adventure? I want you to think about that and see how you may need to develop more of an adventure attitude toward your day. Now, just as free men live with adventure, tame men live a routine. Tame men love routines because there are no surprises. Now, why is this important? Because it gives tame men a sense of control. They think they're in control of their life. And that's the biggest fallacy. You see, as men, we think we control our life, but there are so many things that are outside our control. You really don't control things. You can think you control things, but we really don't. You can plan to do all this stuff and then a big storm comes and messes everything up. That's just the way it is. We really don't control a lot. But when we have a routine, we think we're in control. And men love control, especially in our own lives. Now, I'm not saying routines are bad. They're not bad. And we have to have them. And I think what we do is we keep them in a right place. What is a right place? Well, we remember that routines are a tool. And we apply that tool to our life. But they're not the purpose of our life. The purpose of your life is not to have a routine or to make sure your routine goes perfect. That's not what life's all about. But tame men, they see their routine as their purpose. They really do. They use their routine to justify their actions. And they get upset when life throws off their routine. Then they use the breaking of the routine to be an excuse to do whatever they want to do. It gives them an excuse and I've heard guys say things like this, you know, oh, my wife never thinks of me and my needs, so I'm going to go find someone who does. You see, that's their excuse. Their excuse is a blaming of their wife. Or they say things like, you know, it's just a few drinks. What's the big deal? 
and then they get out of control. Or they say things like, you know, I deserve this. Nobody takes care of me but me. You see, those are examples of men who have their routine thrown off. So they justify behavior that's really not that great. And our ability to justify our own actions as men doesn't speak to our freedom. It actually shows our tameness and how often we're slaves of the very thing we try to escape with. I've seen men who think they're free, that I can do whatever I want, but they're not. They're really slaves. They're slaves of their own passions and desires. They're slaves of all these other things. So I want to ask you this, is your quest for routine a desire to just have control in your life? Are you trying to be your own little God with your routine? Because that's how a lot of tame men are. They live that routine and that routine becomes their all important purpose of life. And for you, what actions are you justifying when your routine gets messed up? Are there things you're doing in your life that you know as a man you shouldn't be doing, but you justify it kind of with that whole I deserve it thing? That's just not the way men should live. And are you living just trying to maintain your routine so you feel like you're in control? And what you want to do is think about that because those are all signs of tameness in your life. And you don't want to be a tame man who lives for routine. You want to be a free man who lives an adventure. Okay, the second area we want to talk about is how free men think creatively and tame men exist passively. Now, what does it mean as a free man to think creatively? Well, free men have an open range attitude with their mind. It's kind of like those free roam games. Now, I'm not a gamer. Um, my generation just, uh, I don't know about my generation, but me personally, I just never could catch on to a lot of the Xbox Play, PlayStation world out there, mainly because I couldn't use a controller that well. I'll just be honest. I was, a you know, the joystick push button guy from back in the day. But a lot of people love free roam games. My son's one of them. He loves free roam games where you can just kind of go and do all kinds of stuff. You're not stuck in a routine. There's just a creative aspect of that that a lot of people like. And in our life, what we have to do is kind of have that open range attitude with our mind. You see, free men think creatively. And creative thinking means that we're open to new things and willing to explore new ideas. We don't get stuck in those thinking ruts. You see, freedom brings with it the passion of the open path. Now, what is an open path? An open path means that you're open to a new way of doing something, trying something new, kind of breaking out of what you've always done before, or just kind of changing the way you think. You see, as men, this is how we come up with new ideas, with innovation and stuff like that. The danger is that it's a process we have to watch over because as we get older and get more experience, there can be a natural tendency to lose this ability to think creatively. We kind of feel like we've seen it all and done it all. And, and you know, part of that's true in that we have a lot more experience, a lot more wisdom, and that's good, but it doesn't mean that we know everything. And it doesn't mean we lose that ability to look at things from a fresh perspective. You see, a free man who has the benefit of age and wisdom is a powerful force in the community. You see, if you can bring creative thinking 
to your age and wisdom that you've gotten, you can make a huge difference in the community. You can make a difference in all kinds of people, and it makes a big difference in your life, your family's life, the lives of other men. I want you to think back to when you were younger. Maybe you had a man who was like this, a man who was open to the idea of mentoring a young kid like you. Maybe you weren't that young, but maybe you weren't that bright. You know, when I graduated college, I was not the brightest bulb in the world. You know, I thought I knew everything, of course, like every college graduate, but I didn't. And what happened was I started working with a man. I was a youth pastor at the church, and this guy was from New York, and he was the best thing I needed because he was very direct, he was very straightforward, and I needed a man like that. And he put things into me that I still use today. He challenged me. He pushed me. He did all of these things. And sometimes I hated him and wanted to kill him. But it's because he was making me better. And, and maybe you haven't had a guy like that in your life and you kind of had to learn the hard way. Well, how about you be that guy to someone else? Be that man who'll challenge them, but also listen to them and listen to their ideas, to think outside the box to help them. That's what we need today. That's what young men need, and that's what we as older men should be doing for them. Now, too often as men, we think that creative thinking is just the ability to come up with stuff. You know, well, I'm not a good storyteller. I don't do creative things. I don't make creative things. No, no, no. You see, creative thinking for a man is when he's willing just to be different. It doesn't matter if you're a creative type. You may not be a creative type. I can't draw things, colors I don't see very well. Some colors I'm colorblind to, so I don't really think about colors. So I, I kind of come at it from a different perspective of creativity. But you know what? All of us as men can think differently. So what are you doing to inspire creative thoughts in your life? What new things are you reading or listening to to challenge yourself? I want to challenge you to let your mind become more creative. Don't box yourself into the way you've always done it before. You see, the people in your life need you to be a free creative thinker because it'll change them and it'll change your world. Now, tame men, they're different. Tame men, they just exist passively. Tame men are living in their routines like we talked about earlier, but the reason they're doing it is because they don't have to think a lot. You see, their passion is passiveness. They just want to go with the flow and not have any surprises. They don't want to be challenged. They want everything to be a routine like we talked about. They just want to exist passively. You know, they're like those people who sit in the inner tubes and just want to float down the river or just sit in the lazy river and just go around and around and around. And that's how a lot of men are. When they exist passively, they just kind of expect things to happen on their own. They don't take agency and responsibility for their life because it's just too much work. What they want to do is build one path and then just stay on the path. And they say things, you know, hey, this is good enough. It'll be good enough for me. It'll be good enough. It's all I need. And when you do that, it doesn't really help you. You kind of get off balance. It's kind of like lifting weights. Let's say you like to lift weights. And as you're lifting, you come up with your two favorite lifts. Maybe you love doing curls. So you want to get some, you know, really strong biceps. You want to have that big muscle. And let's say you like calf raises. You want to have a, a nice size calf. 
But if that's the only exercises you do, you're going to look really weird. You'll have big biceps, big calves, and nothing else. And what's going to happen? You're going to look out of balance. You're going to look strange. And that's how a lot of guys are. They've got one routine, so they're not growing. They're just living passively, and they're living a life that's out of balance. They're not learning. They're not growing. They're just passively existing. And the danger of this is that life's going to keep moving with or without you. Things are going to happen. Things are going to keep growing, changing, technology, people, all of those things. That's going to keep moving. No matter what you do or how you try to stop it, it's not going to stop. Now, tame men don't like this because it forces them to change. And change takes more work. It upsets the path. And they're like, I don't want to do a new path. I've got a perfectly good path. What's wrong with it? That's passive living. And these men don't realize that they're really living in the safety of a cage. Their passive life has made them build a cage where they feel comfortable, where life is consistent. They don't have to work that hard. They don't have to learn new things. And as men, that's not the way we want to live. So let me ask you, are you living to protect a passive existence? Are you staying focused on keeping things the way they should be? Or are you open to new thoughts and thinking creatively? Do you let life come at you? And are you just kind of hiding from life and not really wanting to change? You see, as men, we don't want to be passive. We don't want to live passive. What we want to do is bring that creative spirit to our life so we live a better life and make a bigger difference. Okay, the last area we're talking about is free men engage in relationships, tame men get by in relationships. Now, free men, they engage in relationships. Free men understand that relationships are journeys into the unknown, the unknown of life. Don't you remember relationships in middle school, high school? Maybe you had your first crush, your first girlfriend, and it was kind of scary and weird. And, you know, you, you'd never done anything like that before. It was exciting, yet it was scary. And you may have gotten dumped or you may have dumped or whatever. But all relationships are like this if they're going to keep growing and thriving. And free men, what they do is they work to keep their relationships connected and thriving. It doesn't mean relationships are perfect because we're not perfect. No relationship is going to be perfect, but you can work at it to help it get better. You see, as men, we need to understand that we need relationships on the journey of life. And free men understand that. Free men understand that they have to be proactive in relationships because they understand they need them. On your journey, you're not going to get far by yourself. Today, I was watching an episode of One Piece. It's a Japanese anime. And Luffy, one of the characters and the others, they're kind of a weird group of people. I'm only on episode 102, but there's like over a thousand episodes. So it'll be, I don't know, years before I catch up to it. But this group of ragtag ruffians or pirates, and what happens is they kind of form a community and they figure out we need each other. We can't go that far by themselves. In fact, one of the characters today said that, that we can't go that far alone, but together we can go farther. And that's just true for all of us as men. You see, we live in community as people, 
We grow in community. We flourish in community. And free men understand this and they do something about it. It doesn't mean you don't have a natural personality. You may be a life of the party. I don't know. You may be an introvert. But both of them have a community. Some are bigger than others. The life of the party may have a lot of people in his community. The introvert may only have a few. But what the key is, is that you have a community and that you're engaging with it. You see, you're engaging with relationships. And what that means is you're being proactive. And as men, we need to be proactive. We need to be proactive with our wives. We need to be proactive with our children. We need to be proactive with our friends, which means we don't just sit back and wait. We don't just think, oh, it's fine. Everything's doing all right. We go after relationships. Why? Because we can. Because we're men. And we want to be free men. And free men pursue and engage in relationships. Now, the thing is about relationships, one of the reasons so many men can't really engage and give in a relationship is because they're not secure. Insecure men can't engage in relationships because they're scared. They're worried about what people think of them. Free men, they're secure. They don't need the relationship to live. They want the relationship. One of the best quotes on this I saw was C.S. Lewis. He said, friendship is unnecessary, like philosophy, like art. It has no survival value. Rather, it's one of those things which give value to survival. I thought that was a deep quote. You see, free men seek the value of relationships, not because it helps them survive, but it makes surviving matter. It makes life matter. So let me ask you, how are you being proactive in your relationships? What are you doing to grow deeper with those you love? The truth is you're the man and it's up to you. Now, tame men, they just get by in relationships. They're not proactive at all. Tame men look at their relationships as something they have to do. It's their duty. You know, it's kind of like that hourly worker who knows they have to be at work to get paid, but they don't really give it their best. And I know you, like me, could probably think of many fast food restaurants you stopped at where you're like, please just give me my food. I'll leave. But they move so slow and they act like they just don't care because a lot of times they don't. Well, we don't want our relationships to be like that. We don't want to just tolerate our relationships and do just enough to get by. You see, there's a men out there who they don't really seek to pursue a relationship with their wife. They just seek to live in appeasement. There's a saying, happy wife, happy life. And it's a funny saying. It's a funny comedy routine from the guy who did it. But it's a sad way to be in a relationship. It just is. You know, and I understand there's a truth behind it. You don't want to be dumb. But imagine if your wife was more than just happy. Think about this, guys. Imagine if your wife feels intensely loved by you and intensely connected to you. That's a whole lot more than happy. And your life's going to be a whole lot better. Here's the deal. Getting by is a lazy approach to relationship. And it hurts you as the man as much as the people you're connected with. Why? Because we miss out. We miss out on the opportunity for growth and deeper levels of intimacy. We lose connections because we stay on the shallow end of the pool of relationships. For a lot of men, deep relationships scare them. And intimacy makes them think, you know, I got to sit around and cry. It's just not true. 
you actually have more fun in the deep end. When I was a kid, I used to walk to a neighborhood pool when I lived in Marietta, Georgia for a while. And the pool had a deep end. And you had to pass a swim test to swim in it. But it had the diving boards and it had all the cool stuff. So where did I want to swim? I wanted to swim on the deep end. I thought it was great. And there's a lot of men out there who are living their life on the relational shallow end. They're focusing on the surface stuff and they're missing out on all the great aspects of deep relationships. And so what a lot of men do is they focus on just becoming providers. You know, they, they make that their relational focus. I'm a good provider for my family. That's their main thing. Why? It's easy to measure. But talking to their 13-year-old middle schooler, that scares them. So they back off. They're not motivated to go deeper. They don't want to be bothered. And they lose themselves in things like hobbies and other pursuits. And those aren't wrong, except when they're used to avoid relationships. And you say, well, David, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm the, I'm the strong, silent type. I don't really have a lot of relationships. I'm not going to sit around and cry. I didn't say you had to sit around and cry. But you can have deep, intimate relationships without sitting around and crying. But a lot of guys don't do that. They go silent. Maybe because they don't know what they think. They don't know what they feel. So they just make an excuse. And the problem with this, guys, is it handicaps us. It handicaps you from really understanding the power of a deep, intimate relationship and experience all the depth that comes with it in your life. So let me ask you, are you pursuing your relationships or are you just getting by? What have you done to intentionally get closer to your loved ones? You don't want to be a tame man who just gets by in your relationships. You want to be a free man who engages in relationships. All right, guys, closing out, we want to kind of recap that free men live an adventure while tame men live a routine. Free men think creatively while tame men exist passively. Free men engage in relationships. Tame men just get by in relationships. Now, I made these comparisons not to beat us up. Okay, what I'm saying is this is like game film. You want to look at it so you can get better. As I bring up each of these areas, there may be some that really kind of hit you a little bit and you're like, ooh, I need to work on that one. Look for those areas to improve and get better in. See the areas maybe where you've become tame and you say, okay, I'm showing some tameness in this area of my life and you can begin to change. For me, just writing this out has made me look at some areas of my life and say, you know, I need to work on that area myself. So I'm not asking you to do something I'm not doing either. Just writing this made me think about some areas that I've kind of let some tameness in. You see, what we want to do is be the free men God designed us to be. When we are, it makes us better men and it makes the world a better place. As I say often, our society needs a strong, confident man. And that's someone you can be. been listening to the confident man podcast click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode you can connect with david on facebook and instagram at david the maxwell find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me that's theconfidentman.me